Hello and welcome to another episode of the Couch Coaches Podcast, where we are, as of lately, all football. And we had the the big super wildcard weekend. We are ready for uh, divisional rounds next week, so we are going to jump right into it and go through each game in order, what we think. Obviously, the Niners are going to win, so that'll probably be a short discussion, but we'll go through all the rest of them, and uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we got here. All right, so starting with the, the first game, Houston versus Baltimore. Uh, Deacon Greg, I'm going to start with you. What do you think is going to happen, Houston visiting Baltimore? Well, it, that, you know, Houston has been a, a great story all year. You know, uh, rookie, uh, new head coach, uh, rookie quarterback. But I do think that that run is going to come to an end. It's, I think it'll be a good game. I think they'll come out and and, and play a good game. But uh, Baltimore, I think they have a little too much, you know, you know for them. Um, you know, I just think that Baltimore on both sides of the ball are, are loaded and ready to play, locked in. They had a bye. You know, they're going to come in fresh. They already know what they need to do. And they're playing at home. I can't see, uh, you know, Houston going up there and beating them in Baltimore. I, I, you know, I wish them luck. I like the young kid, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, that Baltimore weather is very different than Houston. Uh, Brother James, thoughts on uh, Houston at Baltimore? Uh, well, 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 it's going to be a good game. Uh, but Houston's not ready for Baltimore. Uh, they're not going to be able to contain the quarterback. Uh, the young guy's going to make the rookie mistakes. It's just, it's just going to happen. Uh, so I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm picking Baltimore. Um, probably two touchdowns, victory. Do you think it'll be, uh, you think it'll be close early, or do you think it'll be like Baltimore jumps on them and then Houston kind of slowly catches up and just never gets there? No, I think it's going to be clo- uh, close early because of Baltimore coming off of the, the bye week and, you know, trying to catch up a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, Houston's going to be coming, playing with emotion because they own this little dream high right now. Uh, so uh, I think they're going to be performing earlier than – Baltimore going to make adjustments and that's when they're going to shut them down. All right. Brother Bill, thoughts on that game? My thoughts on that game are similar to the thoughts I had on the Cleveland-Houston game and similar thoughts I had with the Green Bay-Dallas game. When you get into the playoffs, it's 0-0 and the team that controls the line of scrimmage, the team that takes advantage of turnovers can win the game. I believe the Ravens will win but I think the formula for Houston to win, they have a confident quarterback. They have a receiver, Nico Collins, who's, to me, shown that he's ready for prime time. It's, the question is, can they control the line of scrimmage? I don't think that, that the moment is too big for C.J. Stroud. I think if the Ravens will win, it's going to be because they're just able to control the line of scrimmage. I won't be shocked if Houston goes in there and upsets the Ravens. I expect the Ravens to win, but I will not be shocked if Houston goes in there and pulls it out because mistakes and playoffs get magnified. Yeah. I think um, I'm really interested to see how Baltimore and granted uh, brother James, you make a very good point. Like having, they essentially had two weeks off. So having to kind of get out of that, I see them, let's say second half. I think we're going to really see where Baltimore is because Baltimore uh, has not been great under Lamar in the playoffs. And Granted, they've never looked like this going into the playoffs, and they haven't had weapons like this going into the playoffs. So I, I would expect them to come out and and take a young team and confuse the quarterback and, and confuse the defense with everything they can do. And 
I would be I would be pretty shocked if they if they did win. But the one thing that Houston does have going for them, and similarly to to Green Bay, unfortunately, is when you're young and you're kind of figure stuff out as a team, you're gonna do stuff that there's it's not on tape. And Houston has obviously an amazing head coach, defensive coordinator. Their offense is obviously humming. I'm I'm actually I'm really interested to see how the defense handles Lamar because he seems like he's on another level this the second half of the season. Like you can't really contain him and then you can't contain him enough so he doesn't have time and then the receivers get open and they're on the same page and I'm really interested to see how how they do it and I think the only chance that Houston has is if they're doing something that just Baltimore did not prepare for at all. And I could see that a little bit on defense more than offense Stroud's a stud but there's only so much you can do on offense. Um, if they can figure out some way to contain Lamar in that offense, I, that's the only way. It's going to be something that we're going to watch that and be like, how did how did that happen? I think it's going to be one of those those kind of things. I would add one more thing, though. Think about in the past. In the past, the way that the, the Ravens have lost, in particular Lamar Jackson has lost, is what he's had to press. And he's had to press when they've been behind. And I'm telling you, again, you should roll back what I said last week when all y'all said that there was no way Green Bay was going to go into Dallas and beat Dallas. And we saw what happened. We'll get to, you know, other games. But I guess my point is when you're in the playoffs and you have and you have confidence and you have players in the right positions and you have the coaching, it's it's not an upset. You just have to play with that confidence for 60 minutes and not and not get unraveled. And I think if it's if it's close in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter, the same thing is going to happen to the Ravens that happened to the Dallas Cowboys in the first quarter. They're going to get tight. Dallas, the Ravens are not Dallas. That uh, uh, Lamar is not that. Don't even put those two guys. I'm down. not even talking about the quarterback. I'm talking about the team. When you're behind and it's late in the game and you're at home, what do we say about pressure? Who was it that said pressure makes diamonds? I said it burst pipes. We are, I'm, we, I'm we just saying it. Quarterback-driven league. The quarterback, the quarterback is going to decide that game, and I can't see Lamar letting that game. I'll give you, I'll give the young rookie credit. He's not going to, it's not going to be because of him. He's like I say, he he stands in the pocket, he takes it. But Lamar is going to, you know, he they they got way more on the line, and they got way more experience, and they're going to come and that that ain't going to happen. Okay, we'll have the same conversation next Tuesday, just like we were talking last week. Okay, today. All right. All right, so so just for the record, brother Bill, you're saying pressure burst pipes, and Deacon Hill, you're t- you're saying the pressure pressure makes diamonds. So so Lamar's going to be a diamond. He's not going to let the pressure get to him That's with that right. big fat contract and the whole weight of the city on his shoulders. He's and been he through the fire. Well. That you know how you you know he's he's been through that fire. So no, he's not. Yeah. All right. Or or he'll be. Yeah, dead. y'all just don't want to. Y'all just don't want to see Baltimore. No, it has nothing to do with it. Has nothing. Have nothing to do with who the Niners are going to play in the Super Bowl. You That's just. Ask, I'm just telling you. This it's the second season. Anything's possible. You, every 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 team has a chance to win the game. So you, you you are exactly right, Bill. That's a great lead to this next game. So all that applies except for this one. Uh, Niners hosting the Packers. Brother James, tell me how the Niners are going to win. I'll tell you how the Niners gonna win. <laughs> well, well, they're gonna have to play. They're gonna have to play ball. I mean, the, the the issue the issue with the Niners is, in my in my opinion, is a lot of times when they come in and they they like 
getting to do a little baby team like you like you said. Little little kitties come to come to Santa Clara, uh, and they they take them for for granted. Okay, uh, not saying that they don't be prepared for them, but they just take them for granted, and so then they get snuck. Uh, I don't think Green Bay is good enough to all out beat the Niners. Uh, I think it's going to be a deal of if, if about turnovers. If the Niners turn the ball over, it's a it's a done deal. But I would say that the Niners are going to win. The only way that Green Bay is going to beat the Niners is is, is, is going to be turnovers. And turn and by turnovers, you're focusing. Is it mostly on Brock? Or are you thinking? I'm talking fumbles. I'm talking interceptions. I'm talking turn the ball over four, three and outs. You know. Okay. Uh, Brother Bill, thoughts on the game? Same thing I think that I said about the Ravens and Houston applies to this game. Um, the way Green Bay beat Dallas is they were aggressive from the gate. They won the coin toss, but they wanted the ball. They were confident that unconventionally where most teams would defer because they want the ball to start the second half. They said, no, we want our offense on the field. We want to go down. And what did they do? They scored. And uh, right away, they, they had advantage. They were up one possession. The way I see... The 49ers Green Bay game going is just to echo um, what, what Brother James said. Turnovers, because you you only get so many drives in a game, and you only have one chance to do it in the whole game. Each time you turn it over, that's one possession that you lose that opportunity to score. And depending on field position, whether you're in the red zone, that's points you give up, or if it's in your end, then you give the other team the short field. So the way the Niners can get beat, is if they don't bring their A game, if they lose a line of scrimmage on both sides and they turn the ball over. Um, will that happen? Don't know. Uh, if they take care of the ball, if they play their game and if Green Bay plays their game, I believe the Niners will come out on top. But mistakes are going to throw the game either way. I'm not too naive to think that the Niners can't be beat. No way, no how. Seen it before, unfortunately, in the playoffs. I dig it out. Thoughts on the on our Niners winning? Oh, Bill, that was so just lovely of you, Bill. I'm not saying that they. I'll I'll, I'll say this: <laughs> it's going to come down to the running game. If the Niners come out and run that ball, if McCaffrey's on fire and he's able to to get to gash Green Bay, it's going to be a wrap. Green Bay ain't going to ain't going to they ain't going to be able to stop the Niners. So I, I'm going to bank everything on the running game myself, and and you know on the offensive line control whoever controls the offensive line. If Green Bay, they you know they got a little bit of a running game, so if they can get their game going, but I, that, I'm banking it all on the running game. But if the Niners come out and run the ball, if McCaffrey's on fire, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. I would say one more thing too. I think the difference maker in the game, McCaffrey's a given because of the matchups, but the other person to watch is Debo Samuel's because each if you look at his record in the in the playoffs from the first time he made the playoffs, he's been a playmaker in every game. He's he's made more positive plays than he's made negative plays. So the key is to get your playmakers. I mean, yeah, because you don't know what's happening in the passing game, depending on how well the Niners can pass block. But Debo and McCaffrey, get those guys the ball, you know, upward of 30 times, Niners should be fine. That's why I say a McCaffrey, because if 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 McCaffrey's running that ball, everything else is going to open up. Debo's going to open up, all that's going to open up. So, you know, and they – if if he's not running that ball, then we're gonna have to see what Purdy can do. Can Purdy can he beat you guys with his arm? And I don't I don't know about that. But if you if the, I I it hinges on McCaffrey running the ball. Yeah, I think um I want to see what they do with uh with I want to see what they do with our pass rush. 
because Bosa should be should be getting in there, but they virtually eliminated Micah Parsons, which is kind of what we did to Dallas when we played them. And so what's their game plan for our I mean, granted, we're coming from both sides. Chase Young is not exactly like the the stud. I think we thought he was coming into the league, but he's he's still a solid end. Are we going to be able to get to him? Because if we can mess with a with a he, and he's playing fantastic, like since probably about Thanksgiving, they have a ton of their receivers are super fast and very good. Um, but if he doesn't have time to get the ball to them, that's good. So it's like, what's our defensive line going to do? Because everybody we face from now on is going to look to see how they handle the line too. Because Bosa and and Chase Young can be a nightmare for quarterbacks like not like not so much like like young but quarterbacks like Goff who will most likely uh face next week if we shut down their running game then Jordan Love's not going to beat us it goes back to what Greg said whoever whoever runs the ball yeah I think it goes both ways the running game for both teams is the key because if they become one-dimensional they're going to play in the hands of that defense and I think uh Green Bay secondary has issues but the Niners secondary also has issues. I mean, that's they're they're vulnerable. So the key is the running game for for both teams. Yeah. All right, moving hey, on. What's, to- this, what's this chatter I hear about? You got the fans are all turning on on Chase Young. They're like, oh, he's been lazy and he ain't doing nothing, and he's not getting double teamed, and he should be doing way more. What, that's them, the typical Niner fans I've been hearing this week. We demand excellence out here. It's not like it's not like in Las Vegas where just kind of anything goes. <laughs> We demand excellence. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, Greg, hey, hey, don't worry about the Niners. Let's worry about the Raiders. Hey, yeah. Hey, oh, right. my God. Y'all didn't get up off my team. You know, yeah, we're not going to play off. But y'all, y'all, y'all ain't got to keep kicking them when they down. All right? You, you cowards. <laughs> All right, next game, Brother Bill, I'm going to start with you. Next game, Tampa-Detroit. So me and you both picked Tampa to beat the Eagles. I didn't think it was going to look anything like that. Um, I don't know if that changes your feeling on Tampa or if it was just Eagles suck so bad that it made Tampa look pretty good. Um, thoughts on uh, Tampa at Detroit? I expect that to be a close game. And if Jared Goff, his his vulnerability is guys in his face. As you can say with most quarterbacks, but where he's made mistakes is when with, with pass rush. And you know, what is Tampa going to do? They're going to blitz probably, you know, upwards of 55 almost 60 percent of the time i mean and they're i think they're going to come after because that's what they did with philly so i expect detroit to win only because i don't believe tampa bay has enough offense in the 60 minutes detroit has more offense but i again um i think the way the formula for tampa bay to pull out that that win is an upset is to force uh, golf to make mistakes um they're good against the run and so it'll be interesting to see what detroit running game does against that front four for tampa bay I'm picking Detroit to win, uh, but I think it could be. I mean, I think they were only favored by three against uh, um, Philly, and I thought that that could either go the other way. And you saw how that went. Uh, Detroit, I think that's that's gonna. I, I expect that to be a dog fight for 60 minutes. To be honest, I don't. Do, I don't see Detroit pulling away and just you know uh, running them off the field. You can help. You know, well, I agree also. I, it's going to be a good game, but I'd also pick uh, Detroit Detroit to win the game. Um, Philly is a train wreck. I, I misjudged them the whole time. I, I just, you know, I thought that they would at least bounce back, but that, that um, Detroit is going to be a whole different game. Philly has so many issues going on. They had a couple of their key players out anyway, but I, there's something internally going on in Philly that 
you know, that a lot of us don't know about. But yeah, Detroit don't have that issue. And I think I think uh, you know, Baker Mayfield is a is a great story, you know, to, to you know, to do what he's doing, but I think that's gonna come to an end when they go when they go to Detroit. Detroit is a solid team. You know, I mean, that was a good game with the Rams, but Detroit just they keep hanging in there, they play good defense. Golf, you know, he he's he's proven himself. I don't think you you're saying that if they stop the run or, or they get in his face, he's been able to move out of the pocket, make plays out of the pocket. So I think I think he's just going to handle his business, and, and Detroit will handle their business. Do you expect it to be close? Uh, yeah, I think yeah they ain't going to put up a whole lot of points. I don't think either team, you know, ain't going to put. It, it, I I I think it would be uh, no more than a touchdown. It'll be a close game, and it won't be a blowout. Uh, Brother James, thoughts uh, Bucks and Lions. Oh, well, I concur with the other two, Deacon Hill and Brother Bill. Uh, but I, uh, my concern was Baker Mayfield. He's he's nursing those ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my you know, he's he's a very accurate quarterback, uh, and he can and he's a quarterback that can beat you with his arm. Uh, he has enough weapons to beat you with his arm. Uh, even if the, their running game isn't stepping to T, he can still beat you with his arm. But however, uh, Detroit is, is is solid in the secondary, and so uh, I'm going to go with Detroit, uh, and it's going to be close. I mean, I I, I probably it's probably going to be like a touchdown difference. Okay. Yeah. I, so I, I think, uh, I think Vita Vea is going to be a nightmare for golf mm-hmm. uh, the whole game. And I can, my feeling on it is I think it's going to be a very, very intense environment. I mean, everybody from Detroit, it's ever lived in Detroit or looked at Detroit was at the game the other day. I think it's going to be this, I think it's going to be even bigger. I think it's going to be a very tough environment to be in. Um, I see Baker having a tough day. I see that defense being very, very active. Um, I see him kind of making mistakes, even with, even though he has elite, uh, weapons. I mean, Mike Evans made Johnny Manziel a superstar and Johnny Manziel is terrible. So I think, uh, but I think, I think they're just going to, they're going to mess with him enough and it's going to be a tough enough environment that, that Detroit just, it, I think their defense is going to overwhelm Baker. Um, but I do think golf will have a couple issues because I think Vita Vea is going to be, I mean, Vita Vea is like. The, the the Buccaneers are the only team that stopped the tush push two times this year. And that's because Vita Vea's gigantic, super strong butt was right in the middle there, pushing that line right back. Yeah, but yeah, he's more of a run stopper. I can't see him, you know, he he can get after you a little bit, but he ain't gonna be chasing you around too much. If you they, run at him, you ain't going you ain't running at him, but he he ain't yeah. gonna run at you. He ain't gonna run to you either. <laughs> Yeah, I, I felt like I last night the I mean the Bucks I mean points wise they just they killed the Eagles but I felt like if they were playing a better team I felt like they were making enough mistakes or not playing as solid that a better team would have made that game a lot closer. Um, I kind of felt the same way about the Bills and Steelers. I feel like if the Steelers were a better team, the Bills were kind of allowing them to hang around too long, and if it was they were a better team, it would have been. I mean, not that the Bills wouldn't have won, but it would have been it would have been much closer. And I kind of felt like that the Eagles are just they're just such a disaster. And there's there's no way Sirianni is the coach next year, and there's no way Matt Patricia coaches ever again, even at like the high school level. He's terrible. Um, and I think this, I think I think they're going to be fired up, but I think that I think that Detroit's going to get them by. They'll get them by a pretty solid amount. 
Um, One thing I forgot to mention is that um, Tampa Bay, the way they're built, they ran the ball 29 times against Philly. If they do that against Detroit and and they're successful at it, um, Baker Mayfield doesn't have to win the game for them. I mean, they threw the ball 36 times, they ran a 29. So we talk about, you know, if if he makes mistakes, a, a running game is a quarterback's best friend. So if Tampa Bay is able to run the ball, again, it's it's the same formula, for, I think, for every team, control line of scrimmage. Tampa Bay's running the ball, and they're successful at it, and they can stick with it. They can pull it out. Yeah, I just I don't, I, don't see Detroit, I don't see Detroit's offense putting up a low enough amount of points for them to be able to run the ball 30 times. I just I think their offense is, is too good. I think they'll make mistakes. I think Goff will be gotten to a couple times. But, man, that's a, that's a really good offense in, in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Not the same when they come to San Francisco. Um, and, uh, Brother James, I'm going to start with you. Uh, the last game, which is what I mean, what an epic way to end an awesome playoff weekend. Uh, Kansas City at Buffalo. Oh, well, you know, Kansas City is our rival. Uh, Rivals a stretch. They're in your division. Well, no, they are a pain in our butts. But anyway, uh, uh, I'm going to go with Buffalo. Uh, I just don't think that Kansas City is playing enough, playing unified enough. You know, they, they're not playing as a team as they have been in the past. And I don't, I don't think they got – their defense can contain what Buffalo is bringing. That's a big old quarterback to stop. That's a big old quarterback, and he's not scared to he's not scared to take a hit. He's not scared. He, he's not scared to, to use his leg. Just like that last game, he went for fifty two yards for a touchdown. So, uh, I I think they I think their defense will have a hand a hands full. And with that saying, is that means Patrick Mahomes is not going to be on the field long. You know, I think I think Buffalo is going to dominate the time of possession. So. Uh, Deacon Hill, thoughts on the game? Woo, uh, that's going to be a good game. That's I, I don't think it's going to be, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Kelsey is still Kelsey. So those guys are going to, they're going to do, they're going to do what they do. Uh, man, I'm going to, I'm I'm going to go with Buffalo though. I think Buffalo is going to pull it out, but it's going to, this game, this is one game I think that can go either way. And I, you know, is that you know? I'm not counting. Uh, boy, I only almost don't even want to make a pick on that one because that's going to be a tough out that for either team because we want to we want to look at Buffalo, but Buffalo. If you look at the way they were playing earlier in the season, they were not impressive at all. At all, they kind of turned it around a little bit. But I don't. That game, Pittsburgh has too many holes. Has too much. Too much. Go, they don't have no offense. They don't even have a running game or passing game. So I can't put a whole lot of uh, you know props into what what I saw last week you know like you said a better team would have would have done that would have been a whole different game the way they were, Pittsburgh was hanging in there you know with Buffalo and that so uh this game is going to be a pick 'em for me uh but I'm I you can't just be a pick 'em so I am going to go with Buffalo but it is that's a tough one yeah brother bell all right same thing like last week once again no one just wants to look at the matchups Kansas City's defense is better than Buffalo's defense. The quarterback position is a wash. The running game is going to be the key. If James Cook can run the ball for Buffalo effectively, then Buffalo wins. 
But Isaiah Pacheco for Kansas City is no joke. And so I see that if Kansas City does what they done in the playoffs, I'm granted this is going to be the first time Mahomes has been on the road in the playoffs, but he's still got Andy Reid. He's still got Steve Spagnola and that defense. Um, I, I'm going to be the odd man out and pick in, in the upset of the weekend, uh, Kansas City to go in there and end Buffalo season yet again. All right. And I, so I'm, I'm going Buffalo because for whatever reason, I don't know why, for whatever reason, Josh Allen seems to be very comfortable against a team that win or lose, he still, he seems to always look pretty good. And I don't know why he looks terrible against other teams. And Kansas City has a great defense and a great defensive coordinator, but there's, he, there's some sort of a comfort level with him playing against this team, having him at home. Um, I, I just, I think it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be like 24-21 or, you know, 21-20. I think it'll be a close game. I just, I can't see the way, the way the Chiefs are playing. Unless all their receivers start playing the way we thought their receivers were supposed to be playing and Mahomes can just chuck the ball all over the place. Um, I just, I think, I think Allen's going to do absolutely everything he can, which could be an issue because he tries to do too much. But if he stays in his lane enough to where he's not just like flinging the ball, trying to make like trying to get a touchdown on every play and kind of stays just tones it down a little bit. I don't I don't see how how they lose with the way Kansas City's been playing and Buffalo at home, the way Allen plays against uh, plays against this team. I, I see Buffalo. If Kansas City does win, I think Kansas City will go to the Super Bowl. The way Buffalo loses is, is what you just said. If. If, if Josh Allen tries to be a hero and makes a mistake, Buffalo's going home. I mean, it, I mean, you're playing too good of a defense to, to, to think that you have to do it all by yourself. And it's okay to punt the ball if you can't convert it on third down. Just don't make the mistake. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, he's not going to be running 54 yards but touchdown on Kansas City like he did against Pittsburgh. I would tell you, that's not going to happen. I'm not okay. against that one four. And that may be, with you talking about the running game, that may be Spagnolo's thing is uh... – just make sure that we shut down Cook because Allen will and he'll he'll he's gonna make some mistake. He'll I throw, would he'll throw at least one pick. But if if Cook can run, you know, that's then right. that just opens up all the lanes in the middle of the field and everything else. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good weekend. I'm uh I'm I'm pumped on it. Um so we have a few minutes left. I put this out on my Facebook thing and nobody really responded, but I think it's because of what happened in Dallas. You have a high-profile coach. You have a very high-profile QB. Um, the offense wasn't, to me, the offense wasn't terrible except Dak's mistakes. The defense was awful, which was a surprise, which makes me think he's going direct. He's going straight to Seattle, and he's been putting together his coaching staff and not focusing on the game. If you had to, you have to pick one. You're, you're, you're Uncle Jer. Are you going Dak or are you going McCarthy? One of them has to go. Who do you move off of? Um, Brother Bill, I'll start with you. Head coach, Mike McCarthy. Why? Because the the roster, the way it's been constructed, I mean, you gave me a choice of either one. I mean, to be honest, I think it ought to be a defensive coordinator. Um, but this was the one time that they their defense looked this bad in, in a while. And so it probably won't be D.C., but to answer your question, because this is – this is the third time where not only has the team 
appear to not have been prepared, but they haven't made the adjustment. And Mike McCarthy fired their previous uh, offensive coordinator because he wanted to call the plays. And this is what the and this so he he got what he wanted. He wanted to be in charge of the offense. And this is what the offense has done you know, all all year. They looked good against the bad teams, but coming up against a tough team, they did they just they didn't look good at all. I, I put that on the head coach. Not to say that the quarterback shouldn't go too. I mean, if I had my druthers, I would send them both packing. But uh, I think the head coach, they definitely should go. Dak is fifty-five million dollars next year. Fifty-five. And the reason why I say that is because I think there are more available good head coaches than there are available good quarterbacks right for sure, now. For sure. Uh, Deacon Hill, who's got to go? Well, I, I agree with uh, Brother Bill. You know, um, you know, Dak, Dak uh, he, earlier in the season, wasn't he in the conversation for MVP for, uh, you know, a little while? So, uh, uh, you know, the, co- the coach didn't make adjustments. That's, you know... The, it comes to and then and they were talking about it. I heard uh, Shannon Sharp talking about how the tendencies are when he running when he run their when they run their routes. He's he's he locked on Ceedee Lamb and they you know and and so the defense figures it out. They don't even guard the other guy. They just go after <laughs> Ceedee Lamb. You know, double him. That's why he was getting those pick six and things like that. So at some point, the head coach, the offensive coordinator, they need to try. They they got to make adjustments on that. You know. Um, like you said, there's not a, a whole lot of work. Who's who's going to replace Dak in Dallas right now? And you're going to and, and you know upgrade you in that position. There's a whole lot of coaches out there. You know, a lot of vacancies out there, and there's some good names out there. So, and McCarthy, you know, he didn't do much in in Green Bay. Once he, you know, once Aaron Rodgers started going down, what did he do in Green Bay? They ended up running. They ran him out of Green Bay. So he wanted he wanted this. Uh, he wanted to call his plays, like Brother Bill said. And they, he said that they were going to run the ball more. They didn't run the ball more. They did. They, they ran the same plays that the other coordinator was running. So yeah, I would I would move on from the head coach, you know, because just because there's not a whole lot of good quarterbacks out there anyway. Brother James, who's got to go? Oh, the coach. Uh, like I'm I'm just echoing everything they both said. You know, uh, he didn't make he don't make adjustments. You know, it's it's his job to make adjustment. He sees something wrong. Okay, well, we need to change it up. You know, we need to give the uh, defense a different look of offensive scheme. You know, uh, and you know, so yeah, he he took the he took the offensive coordinating job and the head coach job, put two two stakes on his plate. Now he he he's got to go now because of that because he just he just couldn't handle it. Yeah, I so I, I I agree. I would fire all. I would fire everybody if I had the if I had the choice. Um, but with Dak being so expensive, and him being like he and he's he's a good quarterback. I mean, he's a great regular season quarterback. He's not a good postseason quarterback at all. So it's like I'm gonna pay this guy fifty five million dollars next year to have a good season, to be runner up in the MVP, and to suck in the playoffs. I just I, I would have a really hard hard time with that. Granted, who do you, who do you replace him with? Who I don't who knows. I mean, who do you, and and the coaching thing too. There's a lot of great coaches out there. Do they want do they want to work for Uncle Jer? If if they were to if they move on from Mike McCarthy, Dak stays. They get the right head coach. I don't think they're going to get Bill Belichick. Um, I, I think he's going to the Eagles. Right. Um, but if they with the right head coach. If if Mr. Jones thinks that that's the formula 
to get them another Super Bowl. I mean, he's 80, what, 80, 81 years old, right? $55 million for him isn't the issue. It's a hard cap, though. That's the problem. Sure, but if assuming that the other parts of, of the team, he, he thinks that they have all the other pieces that he needs and he needs to get better play calling and keep the same guys, run the ball more again, because, I mean, it's not that, you know, Dak has always been an issue in the postseason. It's because, because they don't run the ball enough, then all of a sudden he has to do more than he really needs to. So with a better offensive system, Dak doesn't have – that takes some of the pressure off of Dak. I say all this to say get the right head coach. If that means, you know, if that's the key to win a Super Bowl, then that's what you do. Because the NFC East is, is wide open. We saw what happened with Philly this year. You know, I don't think you have to worry about Washington. I mean, they got to find the coach. They have a quarterback. Uh, same thing with the Giants. So it's it's a two-horse race in the NFC East. Yeah, Washington will be coming up, though. I mean, having having Peters as their new as their new GM or president or whatever he is, he's gonna he's gonna put a team. It'll take a while, but right, they'll, right. they'll be they'll be relevant down the road a little bit. Um, so maybe like the Detroit offensive coordinator go to Dallas as opposed to one of these other openings. Like I can't think of like who's who's the dude that's gonna go in there and make take Dak to that next level. But he is made the Detroit, is the Detroit OC interviewing. I mean, I know he can't because they're still in the postseason. But have there been talks about him? For sure. I don't know about not not Dallas specifically, but as for a head coaching position. Oh. I mean, they were looking at him last year. I mean, okay. pe- the, t- the they were looking, but there's so many openings, right? That I mean, he could have kind of have his pick, and there's a ton of weapons in Atlanta. So if Bill doesn't go to Atlanta, if Bill goes to Philly, and coaching coaching is going to be pretty pretty sweet this offseason. Who's a quarterback um, in Atlanta? Atlanta don't have a quarterback. They have nothing. They have, <laughs> they have they have a bunch of weapons and they have no they have no quarterback. Yeah. Ritter was a starter for a while and then they they benched him and went with some other guy. Yeah, yeah. They, they were yeah. they were a mess. Titans are open. I mean, there's there's so many openings. Um, but uh, yeah, a huge game this weekend. Uh, cannot wait to watch the games and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the Niners in the NFC Championship game. Well, well I just want to just ask this question to Brother Bill. Yes, sir. Can I? Would I be seeing you at church on Sunday? Uh, this is this is Saturday night game, right? The Packers yes. and, and the Niners. Uh, uh, that's a Saturday night game. Affirmative. Okay, so well, I see you on Sunday. You will see me on Sunday. Yes, if, if you're there, then you'll see me. If you don't show up, <laughs> if you don't show up because you don't want to hear me talk about the game, you know, after service, then you know that that'll be on you. I can't control that. Okay. Okay. See you we're Sunday. Gonna, we're gonna All be right. there, running our mouth about us winning the game. That's what we're yeah. Gonna... Right, yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we will see you next Tuesday. <laughs> All right, brothers, have a good one.